You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm unqualified opinion. I'm wavering bias. Monday. Monday. Punters and dribblers. It's a big week in the uh, the halls of Hello Sport. In the in, Inside these four walls. It's a huge week. Our boy Eddie, a mere four days away from... Four days? Three, uh, five, five days. sleeps. Five sleeps away from taking his dick off the map, tying the knot, yep, putting a bow on it. Bow on it. Five sleeps. How you feeling? I'm all right. It's fucking... It's crept up. It's crept up. It's crept all the way up. Crept up in a big, big, big way. Because when you delayed it a year ago, thanks COVID, I was like, fuck. You know when you're looking forward to something and then it gets late, and I'm like, fuck, November next year. I'm like, this thing's never going to happen. But I remember when I moved it at the time, I was like, it'll come quick. 11 months goes like that. It does go And it like does. That. And it has. It goes quicker than that. Fucking oath it does. So now we're just... We're, we're moments away, really. And in, um, you know... In life terms, five days is fuck all. But a moment, Tom. But a moment. Now, I'm going to ask for some sincerity here. You nervous? I will be. Don't play it cool, right? No, I, I will. No, 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 no. I'll be nervous on the day, 100%. Oh, you'll be, it'll be funny. Do you reckon, are you a crier? Do you reckon you're a crier? I don't know. I get asked that, and I, 50-50, I think. I'm a crier. I've got crying in me, but not always. No. That's why it's 50-50. Yeah. Like, even with Steph, I didn't cry at ours, but I was, like, the only reason I didn't cry was because I was, like, you know what I mean? Like, just doing my best to hold it in. Why? Why didn't you let it out for the world to see? Steph was crying already. So then so then there's, you I know, just, you've, all, I just, you've almost got permission there. No, there's, uh, mate, I don't need permission to cry, but. Well, then why are you trying to fucking hold in a fight? Like, holding it, a fight? Because it was just, like, I just wanted to get through that moment, I think. I don't think yep. it really matters. Sure. But it just felt like, but you know, um, you can't control what you can't control. Be interesting because I don't think I've ever seen you shed a tear necessarily, or if I have, it might be very brief or <laughs> substance induced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but even still, like I don't, you know, I'm, I don't cry that often. No, you don't. Um, Vows written? Are they written? Basically. Basically. Yeah. Can you give us a little fucking? No. <laughs> you can just say on the diet. Just a couple of. I mean, I don't know. I'm not giving. I'm not giving the, the fucking and vows dribb- away. Hunter man. and the dribbler. No. Nah. Have you got your gazes packed for the? Uh... Oh, I haven't put them in yet. No, I haven't packed that. Okay. In, in defence to me. You haven't packed? No. Nah. I haven't packed. I mean, it's not as important. Oh, it's I, not really like. I hate packing. Steph's made. Steph wrote on a piece of paper. She gets so angry at me because I pack like the morning we're leaving. So I've got, to, I've got to be fully packed. All my shit washed and packed by Wednesday. Or she's going to basically... When are you leaving? Thursday morning. I've, I've got to washing. I got, I got some washing done over the weekend. I really mm. fucking ploughed away at the wash. So I was impressed with myself then. Um, got to pick the suit up today from the dry cleaners. Yeah, mine's in the dry cleaners. What else have I got to do? You're wearing your patent leatheries? Yeah, patent. Patent, patent. I mean, come on, tomato, tomato. Yeah, we are. We all are. We all are. But do you know that everyone is? Because like, would, would it shock you if Street rocked up in fucking... Street's got them. Brown boots? Street's got them. Okay. Jarches. 
He's not going to do that. Well, is he? we'll see. He's going to be wearing Cubans he'll and a bolo it. fucking tie. He'll want to be. Watch that cunt wearing a bolo tie and yeah. Cubans. I know. And part of me is just like, do you just let the boy run? Well, you do because he's fucking. You, you know, know, he's you know. Do you Mr. just let? MC. Do you just let the boy run? He just wants to be, you know, Mister MC. I know he want to have his like MC boots on. Yeah, he's rocking MC. If he wears, I'll be shocked if he's not wearing. I mean, could you get patent leather boots? Boots, cubes. Oh, I haven't seen them. That'd if be that'd be a huge day. And if anyone was going to get them, it would be Jarch because, you know, dress style's not like... It's never been his strong suit. Style, generally, no disrespect. He's got his own style. He's got his own style, style. for sure. But it's and not sometimes a- you could argue it's a style that's a little on the nose, yeah, as it could. were. Yeah, a bit how you going. A bit how you going. But, mate, we're getting fucking closer. Ella's getting more stressed, so that's always... That's nice. That's always a sign Do that, you, that things are getting closer. Are you going to be seeing her on the day? No. That's actually, to be honest, all the night before. Well, the night before you were, but you're not staying with the night before. No, yeah, we're, we're staying, staying in that place. Yeah, yeah, right. The blessing, I think, that is like don't see the missus until the wedding day sort of thing. Like It was designed on purpose. Just I to think. give you a breather. I think that was designed by, by men playing eyes up footy. Going, this is going to be a lot. I need Like they off. get cracking at first light. Makeup, bro. all the shit. Makeup and hair gets yeah. going when the birds are chirping, yeah. bro, like 7 a.m. Yeah. on the dot. Yeah. We're talking about a 3, 8, 3 p.m. fucking aisle walk. So that's a long time. They just love it. Yeah, they love it, but they're also, I mean, they definitely love it. And what you don't want to be is around You it. don't want to be around that. You don't want to be around that energy. You want to head for the hills, as it were. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's necessarily going to be a stressful environment. It's just not an environment that you and I, or that men, and I'm generalizing here, do well in. No. We, we like to be... Flopping about, you almost don't want to think about the game. You don't want to play the play the wedding in your head before the big. You wedding. don't want to play the wedding in your head before the wedding, and so you know we'll fucking take our time. We'll have a few rosés. Enjoy in the, the week. We'll have a few rosés in the sun. Yeah, um, and then we'll and then we'll think about up. your role. But yeah. you know, well, everyone's got a role to play. Yeah, some got bigger roles than others. Yes, but roles, roles are roles. Roles are roles, and it's about how you perform on the day because yep. this is our grand final. Exactly, and you know. You want to come away with the W. You want to come away with the W. You want the game to go the way that you, you know, envisage it. The well, way I've worked trained. hard. It's, worked it's, 12, hard. it's 12 years of fucking training for the moment. Yeah. Um, and I want to go out there and perform, obviously. Game day is about fucking not thinking about game day. You know, so I'll have, I'll have, I'll have, a, I'll have, a, I'll, have a, I'll have a couple of glasses of right big day rosé. Not too much, but I'll you, have a no, couple. No, no, You need a couple to sort of loosen you Well, up. I need to take the edge off. Yeah, we know do. that. Just shave the edge off a little. Need bit. to shave the edge a bit off. Bit of sandpaper. Just yeah. smooth the edges. Well, I want smooth edges. I want nice, smooth, rounded edges. I not, don't. Want, not I don't want, angular. No. Uh, not an angular guy. Day. No, you're a smooth edge guy. You want smooth edges on your wedding day. Um, big day rosé. Shout out to it. Will yeah. help. Sold out. With that. Sold out. It is sold out. The, the, the reviews starting to roll in as well, well which is nice. Oh, listen, they're fucking glowing. Tom. If you are enjoying it, please do put up fucking some. Do you know what I'm going to do? Just come up with this. We're getting more restocked. Obviously, that's not shocking. But if you've already got some, best fucking review to Instagram, tag, share, this, that. We're going to send you a free six pack when they restock. Because we want some fucking. We've been seeing a few good reviews, which have been nice, but it's nice to, you know, from a social content perspective, mm. see more of them. Yeah, we'd like more. So get them up. I'd like to see more. How are you Always enjoying like your big days? Yeah, are you enjoying your big days? Obviously you are. Well, I know you are. Everyone's Obviously. like, bro, well, this look, thing's fucked. Mate, this, feedback's been... This rosé fucks. Yeah. Rose, uh, 
Rose feedback has been nothing short of terrific. Yes. Nothing short of terrific. But I mean, what am I? You, am I? Am I a criminal for wanting more positive feedback? For more pats on the back? Well, Tom, I'm not going to begrudge you for wanting multiple pats. I love pats on the back. Dude. Ongoing pats is what. Give you're me all the for. pats on the back you can muster. Pats are great for the soul, the mind, the body, the spirit. Yep. So keep patting, mm. pat long and pat true. I broke my phone. You did on the weekend, mate. You did, and yeah. it was at the end of one of the big days of recent memory for you and I, um, the Australia's Most Ordinary Rig Budgie Smuggler event that we were hosting. We were. Shout out to Budgie Smuggler. And as I walked home Shout the other day, dropped my phone, smashed it. But you're right. The event, Eddie. Klutzy, bloody brilliant beers fame. He took it out. I always fucking... Mate, listen. I, I knew, I knew, I knew from the walk. I was like, the kid's on. Kids in... We saw him the day... Not the day, we saw him Thursday. You could just tell there was a glint in his eye. There was a glint. And he'd sort of spoken about how much it had meant to him to take away the big gong. And, and his family, yeah. the, you know, his grandparents, his heritage. That's right. And representing his forefathers and his yeah. ancestors and all that sort of thing. So, all that. I mean, he, he, the kid came down to, to Sydney ready to go. But yeah. there was a calmness to him, a, a, a preparedness. A nervous energy, but a calm, prepared intensity. Yeah, there was an intensity there that... That wasn't too intense, which was the right amount of intensity. It was smooth intensity. Smooth intensity. He'd rounded the edges. Yeah. You could tell that. There's nothing angular about the big fella. Not a single thing. He was curved. He was curved. He was round. Um, and he was smooth. And he was smooth. Smooth to the touch. Smooth to the eyeball. And mm. I think that's what got the, the judges over the line. Um, big semi Friday. Nettie Brockman. Rihanna Nifflin. Rihanna Nifflin. Um, good to see Ned out and about. Yeah, it looked good to finally get the fucking paws onto Brockman. And paws we got onto him. He uh, lost a toenail in the pool at the Ivy. Now, that was only something that I saw as we were leaving with him and we were walking down the street. We were walking down. Is it Elizabeth Street the Ivy's on? No, George. Whatever. Walking, he's, we're walking out of there and then he's walking barefoot and I'm like, what's wrong with your toe? Oh, there's no toenail. It's just like a red fucking... It's like, yeah, the thing just came off in the fucking pool. I was like... That's disgusting, but also it's but actually. Listen, if if, if anyone if, if anyone's allowed, toenail, if anyone's allowed, it's Brockman. Fucking oath! If you found that toenail, just know that you've got a. I'd be I'd be putting that thing in the wallet. I'd be getting it framed. Yeah, mounted. Yeah, I'd mount that toenail hundred percent. I reckon someone would have found it and kept it. Some wily old uh, sort of like uh, collector. Well, someone that knows the value of things, Tom. Yeah. What do you reckon a Brockman toenail? Because that toenail's fucking traversed the country. That's right. Some of the trades in trinkets, mm. they they would have they would have eyed that thing going. That looks like Brockman's toenail. A trinket trader. Well, a trinket trader would sum up the situation. Goes, why is there a toenail that of that size in the pool? Mm. Likely to be off the fucking foot of a runner. There is a noted runner here. Named there was, only, there was only one runner there that, I, apart from you and I. Well. But we we hadn't reported toenail-based issues. No, and we stopped running a while ago. We did. We our marathon was it's in the rear vision mirror now. It is very much just so. another feather in the cap. Not about us, um, but kind of is. So to well, see, well, it's always about us to, to a degree. To, to see Brockman, to to did we shed some lip balm with him? We did. We did. <laughs> the lip balm thing's real. He's he's got a real addiction no, going yeah, on. He's he, and his and his lovely partner Gemma. Shout out to yeah. her. She was terrific. Also a proponent of the balm. Yes. Both balmers. Yeah. 
Um, but that was nice to get to, you know, to, 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 to dip from the same balm as it were. Yeah, we dipped from the same balm, and I think that brought us closer yeah, than ever so. before. Oh, 100% it did. Um, but it was a great day. It was fucking the sun was shining. Dude, talk about good days and like the weather's been fucked. It was perfecto. 300 odd punters and dribblers. Oh, yeah. And a, and a pinch more, Tom. Fucking as we got into our work, I tell you what, the day started off a little bit, unfortunately, for Eddie and myself. We both rocked up in pants. Mm hmm. Like we weren't think well. To we, be honest, no, we made assumptions. We made us. I read the email wrong. Great photo. I read the email wrong, where I thought that they were saying like they give the budgie were going to be giving us. There's like some they sell board. They sell not boardies, obviously, but they sell like sh shorts, shirt combos. And they're like, oh, think, we're going to give you sh like some. I shit. don't think they wear sell shorts. They probably don't. But that was my confusion, right? Because well, they call confusion. them they call them curtains of shame. No, not boardies. They don't sell boardies, but like in terms of the party shirt that we got, like the you know, the matching short top thinger. You and I, safe to say, overthought it. Fucking safe to say. We overthought everything, but we rocked up in pants and we But I'm like, saying we well, you rock up in pants, but we wore budgies anyway. So it didn't matter. Absolutely. We, no, we yeah. made it. We made it more than it was ever. Completely, we made it more, and I think that was probably just slight pre-race jitters. Pre-race jitters. We got to host this thing. Lots of people, and so we're like, we overthought it. We went and got shorts, and then I never wore them. They're still there. Yeah, we like, left them there. <laughs> yeah, and we did. we bought them, and then came back, and then put our budgies on, and that was it. Manly seagulls budgies. Yeah, of course, they were manly seagulls budgies, and that's all she wrote. Yeah. We didn't looked, get out of the budgies all No, day. I didn't get out of the budgies all day until I got home. And then I got out of them. But we looked terrific, you and I. Oh, we did. Um, I don't... I, I had a nice message from Brendan, I think, the next day, saying mm. that we went all right. So that's... If we went all right, that's all. He said we went well. Good. I mean, like, you know, we weren't going to be Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globes, you know? Not a different crowd. It is a different crowd. Different energy. And different energy. You know, they're zipping and yahooing, and, and by the end of it, people are off their faces. So. Everyone off their absolute faces, dude. Yep. Face off. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, that sort of uh, environment, you know, there's a lot of yipping and there's a lot of yahooing, and the sun was shining and the pool's there, and you just like, you just want to start getting into your water. Dude, it is, it is quite the setting for a rip and a tear. Yeah, it is. It's a fucking, it's a delicious setting for a rip. It is. I'd been there once, like to the I'd pool. never been there. I've been there once when I was uh, quite, uh, quite a lot younger. It's never been a place for me, like, outside of settings like that where it's like organised, everyone's there, but like to just be like, oh, I might nip up to the fucking ivy pool on a weekend i'm like i'd prefer to fucking put needles in my cock um literally but to get up there and like it's an amazing space yes it is for the right situation and budgie just have it dialed it was it's a lot of fun up there it was a glorious day glorious day absolutely fucking terrific now you know shout out to the Manly Seagulls for whose budgies we were rocking, but it was just a nice surprise to see a few of the boys down there. Eddie. Oh, the boys were there. Ruben, Brad, Croaks, Sips, you know. Sips a big boy. Sips is a big fucking boy, dude. Sips is a big, big boy. A glorious boy. Yeah. 
a boy's boy. Great to see him. Obviously, Lachlan Croker wearing the P's and D's, the yeah. black. He didn't have to do that. He didn't know we were going to be there. That was just a touch of class from Croker. Yeah, was well, Craig is all class, and yeah. I was telling him um, that I think he's the best hooker in the game, which he agreed with. So that was nice. We, yeah. we shared a moment. Brad Parker's brother, James. James Parker was there. Um, also a red nut. Bit of a giveaway. Oh, a dead giveaway. You know? Brad Parker's a big fucking boy. Brad Parker's big, dude. He's huge. He's big and thick. He's tall. big and thick. Yeah, tall. And he was, you And know, thick and he was, strong. He, look, he, he basically came hat in hand and was like, sorry, I didn't answer your call. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he you did. Know, he was upset about... about he was trying to atone. He reckons he never saw it. I'm going to take him at his word. You've got to take him at his word. I will take him at his word. Obviously, we've talked about that at length, about how we got dogged at the... The Manly Kick Awards on for nights. the Manly Awards night. But look, I'm I'm still not you know over it. I, <laughs> um, it was the right call, not going. But it would have been no, nice no, no, to no. know that you were wanted. It was the right call, and like it was, it was certainly one of those ones. Where you wake up the next day going, "Thank God." Yeah, but, but sometimes it's nice to feel like you've been wanted. Yeah, and that you know, acknowledged. Yeah, and seen. <laughs> Seen. Heard. I think seen. Seen. Just, you know, acknowledge and seen. Yep. Anyway, Brad apologised. Brad atoned. Brad made it up to us. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, Ruben is hot. Ruben just fucked me, Dad. So, just, I'm just I mean, getting, I'm just putting that out there. No, no, no. It's worth it. It's worth it. I did. Look, I'll be honest. Can I be honest? Yep. Ruben didn't take his shirt off, and I don't know what the fuck that's about. Like, what the fuck was that about? Well, I think he was being respectful. I know, dude, but like he could have he could have undone some buttons. I think with great power comes great responsibility, Tom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, if he were to undress, as it were, unsheathe, yep. Then, then you're talking about a situation where you know there's panties in the pool. Okay, this thing could become like a tsunami in there of just like panties being thrown. Do you know what I mean? Budgie's being thrown. Like then, then you, then you got, then you're nude. Then everyone's nude. Would you be mad at that? I wouldn't be mad at it, but I, th- I still think that he's, he's probably he a little knows. bit shy. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more reserved sometimes. Going, listen, do I want to? Do you think that there's do I a chance pull Ruben doesn't realise how hot he is? No, I think he knows. You think he knows? I think so. Yeah. He carries himself like he does. But not in a fucking, not in a fuckboy way. No, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if he didn't know, he would have had his lid off. But he does know. Okay, so you think that he's aware of how hot he is and it's like, I can't run the risk of, you know, endangering 350 people at the Ivy pool bar just because I want to take my fucking shirt off. That's right. That's how I'd say it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, it's um, fair. It is. Look, good to see him. Good to see him. Good to have a chat. Yeah, you can just hear a little bit about where everything's at. Yeah. Listen, I'll tell you what. Club's fine. Club's fine. We're good. We're good. Everything's back on track. Club's fine. Boys are ready to rip and tear. Boys are pumped for a big season. Yeah. Um, it was Luke Trebojevic's birthday. Obviously, he's a dear friend. It was nice Luke's to get on a FaceTime with him and, and Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. Um, Tommy looks great. No, nah, Tommy was good. It was good. To, it was just good to see him again. You know what it I mean? It was. Tomato Farmers Union. We haven't been together as much as we'd like. No, that's uh, right. of, of late. And, you know, just a little FaceTime to check in and send our love to, to mum and dad as well as all the brothers. We had a bit of a chat, chat about Jake and how he's going over there, which is just, which is nice. Yeah, it was um, nice. It was nice. Just yeah. good to shit the shit with the boys again, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Felt like yesterday. Yeah, 
shit almost technically was yesterday, but it was the day before yesterday. <laughs> yeah, so it felt like yesterday. Yeah, no. But it wasn't. Well, yesterday it felt like yesterday. <laughs> Today it feels like the day before yesterday. <laughs> uh, funny how that works. Fucking knows, mate. Strange funny how that world. works. Strange old world, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, club's fine. Club's fine. Club's good. See you at the fucking big dance next year, bruh. Yeah, bruh. Um, 100%. But afterwards, after the event, everyone's everyone's shockers. And you and I were like, all right, let's go and, let's go and have a shower. Let's go and regroup, refresh. And then we'll reset and see where the night takes us. So we nip back to your place. And then we get back there and they're like, oh, well, let's just have a fucking, we'll just have a rosé quickly and we'll see how we go. <laughs> and then we sat in your back garden for the next five or six hours and didn't have showers, didn't get up, didn't do anything. It was just like, okay, fuck. Didn't move. Did not move except to piss. A couple of times. Probably yeah. two or three pisses. Each. Yeah. Well, wouldn't be more than that. No, it wouldn't have been more than two or three. But before you knew it. Was it, it was a nice balmy evening. It was good, dude. It was nice. It's a nice balmy <laughs> evening. If, just in case you thought, you know, that we don't sit down with each other and talk enough. <laughs> we just sat there, feet up, fucking. I think we remarked after that, oh, that was good. We, that, need, we, needed, that. we needed that. <laughs> we needed that. Like we needed that. We needed a good chat. Yeah. <laughs> we hadn't shot the shit no, for a while. It's no, good to get that out of the fucking no, We life. needed a catch up, mate. We needed a catch up. Just needed to catch up as mates. <laughs> And that we did. Fucking oath. So that was nice. Beautiful sunny afternoon. Oh, God. Sun was shining. Birds were chirping. Oh, they were chirping. They were chirping. And then I walked home at about 12.30. Um, And at some point on that walk home, and we know my, my troubles with Samsung, my humongous Samsung phone anyway, like that it's just difficult to entirely control with one hand. I think it was, I think it was a silly purchase. That's... That's you, that's my opinion. Listen, I think it was dumb. <laughs> I I don't think a man needs a phone that big. I think that in life, you learn through experiences, and the fact that I have learned a lesson means that this phone wasn't actually a bad purchase because you've come out of it with more knowledge. So, I don't entirely agree with you as much as I agree with me. No, I understand that, but that only really applies to someone that needs to learn the lesson. Whereas other people just look at it and go, that's too big. Listen, I mean, maybe that is the case. Maybe that is the case. I still like I look at that and I go, that won't fit in my pocket. <laughs> and often it didn't. Depends on the pants. Um, well, it does depend on the pant. Or the pocket. You need a, well, the pant. The pant and the pocket. The pocket's part of the pant. Yes, but the po- you're right. And there's something about and pockets. The, that, so the, the way a pocket's designed, sometimes you've got a nice depth to it where you put that thing in and you go, there's no way it's coming and out. And width. And width. It does need width. But then there are times where it's like sitting like this, it'll just be sliding out. I think it's usually a depth-based issue, to be honest. Shallow pockets. But it's also about the way, is the pocket freestanding within the pant inside or is it attached? So if the pocket can go in, then the pocket can also sag as I'm sitting. That protects it from falling out. Whereas if the pocket is strapped into the pant... Well, I often find, Tom, that that a pocket stitched to the pant, as it were, that doesn't... That's Move not free. Freely. Much like an earlobe that isn't attached. Much like mine. Free lobes. Free lobes. So you've either got free lobes or you don't. Yeah. I do. Oh, I've got free lobes. Some of you out there have lobes that look like, you know, they've been melted into your head. Yeah, melted into your head. And they're the they're akin to a pocket stitched to a pant. <laughs> exactly right. These are the ideal pockets. These are the ideal <laughs> pockets. Lobes that are free to wiggle. Yeah. 
because it provides, generally speaking, if you've made the decision to free the pocket, as it were, then you've allowed yourself freedom. Mm. Okay, you've provided a situation, a framework, if if you will, yep. whereby you can make the pocket as big as you want because you're not con- you're not constrained. Yeah. You could have a pocket go down in the knee. I think that's too much pocket. Well, especially if you're wearing shorts like you, just having the pockets poking out the bottom of your shorts. Yeah. I'm talking more about a pant. Okay, than a short. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I find that I find that short pockets so this is this is um this is free. Yeah. But because you've got less less pant, they're a bit looser or something. Like you lose shit out of short pants yeah. more. Yes, short pockets. Short pockets. But yeah, no, you could you could have pant pockets that go all the way down your ankles if you really wanted to. You could, yeah. But it'd be good luck getting anything out of it. Well, it'd be tough. You'd fucking. You'd know be what tough. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, you'd need long arms. That wouldn't work logistically. I think there's probably a, I think it's probably a, like a universal standard pocket size that we all adhere to. Obviously, maybe European slightly bigger because it always seems to be. You wouldn't have you know exact, but you know how like shoe sizes aren't the same across the world. Yeah, do you, do you go the off the US number or the UK number? I have I go off all of them. I don't know. Like these, I'm a twelve, but this is like I'm nowhere. Near, I'm like a ten and a half and eleven and a half in anything else, and then this I'm a twelve. So I'm like I don't know. Is that a twelve UK or twelve US? I think it's a US twelve. UK is like forty fives and shit, isn't it? No, it's not. Europeans like forty fives. Ah, yeah, I think UK is a More number off the US. Size. I never go off the UK number. I always go off the US number. I'm not sure why. Dude, I don't even know. Like it's fucking chopping and changing and changing and chopping. You know what I had to do, Eddie? And this is uh, this is like a uh, a week late. But while we're talking uh, garments, you know, I was at my cousin's wedding a week ago, and you may remember this. But when I went to the manly fucking ball, and he was giving me shit about my tuxedo shirt being too big. It was. It's, it wasn't, but I got rattled by it. And before I went to my cousin's wedding, as we're driving out of town, I'm like, fuck, my shirt's too big. So I've stopped off at Ferrari Formal Hire in Bono Junction, um, in the Meyer section, bottom floor, back left corner. Firstly, no one ever works there. Like, you go in there and you're there for like six months before anyone comes out. At Meyer? No, but at the Ferrari Formal Hire, like... Inside my, there's like a Bailey Nelson and or BJ, what is it, MJ Bale section and a fucking. I've never heard of Ferrari Formal Hire. Well, it's a, it's a bit of a shithole, but it's down the back left and there's no one in there. But is it misleading? Can you hire things there? Yeah, I think it's mainly for like, I remember I, I rented like my formal tux or a for, someone, a tux for like a formal from there once, but they sell tux shirts and shit. No one in there. No one fucking manning the phones or the desk and I'm, I'm in a hurry. Yeah. You got things to do. Anyway, the chick finally comes out, gives me this fucking shirt. It is one size below what I'd had at the Manly Seagulls one. Did the button up and it was basically crushing my larynx. But I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to get it. Get it. And then we're in the car. Uh, we get down to the thing and then Steph looks at the shirt and she's like, this has stains all over it and it stinks like B.O. And I'm like, what? Again, I can't smell. <laughs> She's like, this thing stinks like B.O. and it's got stains all over it and it's crushing your larynx. And I'm like, what the fuck? She's like, yeah, this, what they'd given me, these bastards, and sold me was a fucking, like one of the display shirts you tr- everyone's trying on. Oh, no. The fucking thing been worn by like a hundred people and had like 
Did you have to wear it? No, thank Christ I bought my big one that you'd embarrassed me about. <laughs> I didn't embarrass no, you. No, you shamed me publicly I about my big... You said you could fit your legs in between <laughs> it and my neck. Good, though. That was my recollection. No, mate. It was. I remember having a feel. <laughs> you could fist that thing. No, you couldn't fist Wait, it. How many fingers could you get in? I don't know, but it'd be... But not, listen. You could fist it. You couldn't fist it. Yes, you, you could. You could not fist it. But it was, you know, thankfully big in the other. I don't want to crush larynx. No, I, I get I'd prefer that. to get fisted than fucking. Do you think, you, but I think there's also a chance that Ferrari formalized. Not the place to go. Well, they're sizing all over the map. Even your fucking. BO shirts. BO shirts with stains all over mm. it. Like, are they an authority on this? Thing? I don't know that they are an authority. Any, I think that's a fair question. I also think that the, uh, the, the lady. Who I assume they don't get many customers of a day. And well, you think people come at night? No, I just mean generally they don't have many people coming in. And okay. so this chick it's just, just how you said it. Yeah, of a day, just you know, each day. So I think this chick just sits in the back and is like, most likely there's no one in the store right now, so I'm just going to wait for someone to come looking for me. Is there a bell? It wasn't when I I kept trying to call the desk. It's so like I'm in the store calling the store and no one's answering. And I thought maybe they'd have like a fucking cordless phone with them. Anyway, did you hire it? No, I bought it. You bought it, and I lost the receipt. So now I have a credited Ferrari formal hire. If anyone wants to go get a bo shirt, <laughs> did you call them? No, Steph took it back. Yeah, nice. I've never heard of Ferrari Formula in my life. That doesn't shock me, Ed. It doesn't shock me, but I blame you for the entire thing. So I'm going back to my old shirt. Look, listen, all I said on the on the day was that it looked like I could fist that thing. <laughs> I believe you said you could fit inside it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have fun. We have fun here. We have fun. We fucking night. have a bit of fun. Oh, we have we? a good fun. Oh, Jesus. Good bit of fun here. What a fucking giggle we have. We have fun, Tom and I. We do our best. Shall so you ready? Fun? You ready for fucking Friday, mate? I am ready. I um I have my suit picked up from the dry cleans today. I think, hopefully, or tomorrow. Got your shirt. Shirt being dry cleaned as well. Black buttons. Yep. Cufflinks. Cufflinks. Bow tie. Bow tie. White pocket square. White pocket square. Patent leathers. Patent leathers. Got them. Got them. Got them. Got them. Might get a little bit of just a. Yeah. Are you going to be clean? No. Don't be, be clean. No, I won't be clean. Don't go clean, dude. Why would I be clean? Well, I'm just saying, because you might be clean. Why would I be clean? Because you might go to a wedding day. But I don't look good clean. No, you look awful clean. Exactly. So why would I be clean? Well, because sometimes you'll come in clean and I'm like, what, I, is, what are you doing? When have I come in clean? Yeah, okay. Well, don't go Don't go just a five o'clock shadow either. No, I know my length. Yeah, good. Know it though and stick to it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. Dude, these photos will be with you forever. I know so it. So don't no, fuck them up. Oh, no. Tom, to... you'll, um, you'll be happy to know, or not surprised at all to know, that Ferrari formal wear at Bondi Junction have, has an average rating on Google of 1.7, including five one-star reviews. Okay. Well, any, any specifics that they're saying there? Uh, yeah, similar to no one around to help them. Someone got something altered that just they got the measurements completely wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, all sorts but, of uh, stuff. But in fairness to Ferrari formal hire, I think the name gives away a lot of what you should be expecting going in there. You know what I mean? Imagine, Mate, imagine me calling I, myself like Porsche suits. I wouldn't. I'm not. I'm not going anywhere near Ferrari formal hire. Formal hire, just that alone. I'm like, nah. 
Like the fact that you went in there. Nah, dude, it serves a good shocking. purpose. Nah, it serves a good purpose, dude. What? Because it just to out- buy shirts that fucking stink. Like no, because a the first shirt that when I got the right size was good. Like I like that shirt in terms of again, I'm not wearing these things very often. So it's like, bang, get me that shirt. Thanks for coming. Get me out of there. It's it's no fuss. I hate fuss. You're no frills guy. I'm a no. I just a do not need it. But you got fuss from them. I got a lot of fuss. Exactly. So you can't say that they're without fuss. First time. That'd be incorrect. First time was pretty fuss free, even though there was no one there. If you if you're if you're signing up to fifty percent chance of fuss, that's too high. Yeah. Well, it, it is. That's way too high. But I only realised that after the second attempt. First I know, attempt now, was one hundred percent fuss free. One hundred percent. Well, I'd say it was almost. It was. It was still a little fuss. Well, let's say it's ninety five percent fuss free the first time. Mm. Second time was one hundred percent fuss. All fuss. So we're in a situation where you're, you're drowning in fuss, really. Mm. Like, a flip of the coin to get fuss or no fuss, it's too high for me. And now that you know that, yeah. I'd be staying clear. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. A lot of fuss. Yeah. Because next time you go in there, it's 50% again. Chance of I'm fuss. not going back. Well, I've got fucking store credit. Someone let me know if you want store credit, and I'll fucking just give me the cash. Just sell it to them for a discount. I'll sell your store credit. But as a dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I will. liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say? Go to hellosport.shop. 
bang, Rosé on there, code manly, 50 bucks off a case, pretty fucking generous if you ask me, but we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like... Let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Now, before we do get into some sport, although this is kind of sport, um, obviously you are now well aware of the fact that we sponsor the Dubbo Turf Club proudly and the sign was getting into its work on the weekend. It was a feature of the weekend's racing, to be honest. It was all anyone could talk about across the entire weekend of racing was how about that fucking sign. Correct. Um, and the Hello Sport Handicap ran uh, at the last in Dubbo. Just a fantastic race, and we were just happy to be, you know, a part of it. Was, you fair, was that fair to say, Edward? Mate, it's, it was an honour, Tom. Yep. It was an absolute honour to be part of the greatest day of racing that side of the Great Dividing Range. Mm. Um, Dubbo's Derby Day is famous across the Central West and throughout regional racing itself. Um, I think you put it as the mecca of regional racing. Mm. I think that anyone that knows anything would agree with that. It was a great weekend. Beautiful blue sunny sky. We were unable to be there. Obviously, we were double booked, which was unfortunate. But the sign was there on our behalf, Tom. Sign was, was in there representing. And it was working. It's big off. We didn't pick the winner in the Hallowsport Handicap race, 10 or 11. The last of the day, 5.35, which was disappointing. Plenty of dribblers but did, plenty though. of dribblers did get pertained. So, congratulations to you. One thing as well, before we get to what we want to talk about here... When we went back to Dubbo uh, last Wednesday, as many of you have seen, Devon Reviews, fucking the commercials, Gravy, the rest of bar was closed. A lot of people asking, where is the rest of bar footage? rest of bar was closed. They're not open for lunch during the week. We inquired about getting a private sitting. Which they were open to. The owner, unfortunately couldn't approve it or was out of town because he had family, family emergency issues. which was you know family more emergency. than reasonable yeah so so those dying for co- for rest of our content it's not coming well it, not yet it'll come well not yet obviously. yeah not yet obviously it will come but it couldn't come sometimes you just can't come sometimes you can't come tries your might tries your might you just can't come and you got to fucking you've got to you pack it up pack it up cut your losses Come back tomorrow, try again. Live to come another day. Yeah, that's right. Now, for those of you that do remember, um, a little review, a little uh, write-up that we got in the uh, the Liberal, is it? Dubbo News. The Dubbo News. Um, we got a write-up uh, around Eddie's Resto Bar review from Easter this year. One of the great reads all time. Well, we did have uh, a little chat to... Uh, that same journalist again. Eamon Berta. Eamon Berta, who uh, gave us a buzz just off the back of sponsoring the Dubbo Turf Club. And he's lived up to his previous work. It was a fucking great read. It was good. Hello, Sport Podcast. Tom and Eddie reveal branded banner ahead of Mars Derby Day in Dubbo. After grinding away in the podcasting world, Hello, Sports Podcast, Tom and Eddie have achieved a boyhood dream. Hear the latest news. <laughs> There's not too many ways of making a mark on the town you grow up in, but for Eddie Simpson, a host of one of Australia's leading sports podcasts, that time has come. Um, 
Eddie, co-host of the Hello Sport podcast with best mate Tom Birmingham, told the Dubbo News about accomplishing a lifelong dream. A lifelong dream. Lifelong dream. Hang on. I'm just trying to get it. Without the rest. Which is reasonable. It is a lifelong dream. It's like, you know, you might grow up in LA and Hollywood and you see the walk of fame with the stars and think my name's going to be there one day. Growing up in Dubbo... You see the signs along the race. It's a fucking great way to put it, Dave. It's Australia's answer to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. That's exactly what One it's like. One day. I've always dreamt about having a sign at the Dubbo racetrack. So this is our... Sorry, we had some internet-based issues here. We're back. We've got it. Um, and shout-out to Eamon Berta. Since I was, this is a, a quote from Eddie here. Since I was a young boy going out there with the old man, I thought, Jesus Christ, it'd be nice to be up in lights. <laughs> so yesterday was a real bucket list achieve, achievement, I suppose. A boyhood dream. <laughs> Tom shared a similar feeling with Eddie, speaking on his goosebumps when finally seeing the sign in person. I got goosebumps when seeing it. It's the mecca of regional racing. <laughs> it's one of those things you just have to pinch yourself. <laughs> Fucking hell. Absolute dribble. But, um, I mean, we're not lying there, Eddie. We're not lying. No, we're not. It is the mecca of regional racing, Tom. The article's quite long. Are you going to read the whole thing? Fuck no. No, 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 no. I'm not reading. I just, I think those two, there's some nice quotes. There's some nice quotes in there. There's some lovely quotes in there. Um, I believe it's been screenshot and put into the P's and D's somewhere um, for those that didn't want to pay to see it, yes. which I understand. I completely understand. If you do not want to be paying to see it, we we paid to see it. Well, sometimes you've got to pay to see. Sometimes you've got to pay to see. It's not all free. Can't all be free. Sometimes you've got to pay to see. Pay to see we did. Now, when we talk cricket on the show, we do it thanks to our good friends at KO. Catch every game of the Cricket World Cup, T20 Cricket World Cup. It's all happening right now on KO, on Fox Cricket. Um, and we thank them very much for their continued support of the Hello Sport podcast and the punters and dribblers generally. Um, if you don't have KO, you stupid fucks, what are you doing? Um, now, on Friday, punters and dribblers, we were doing a live game companion, alternate viewing, alternate commentary of Australia v. England on KO. So it was great to get in there and not see a single ball of cricket the entire night. No, that was great. That was nice. That was a nice touch. Yeah, we like that. Um, we really enjoyed that. I do want to sort of tip my hat to whoever decided in a city like Melbourne, where the weather is fucking four seasons in one day, opted for the MCG over a Marvel Stadium with a roof. Is it Marvel? Mm, yep. It's. I get it's the MCG, but like, I, I, it's one of those things where you just go. Surely you can have a backup. Like, they're not that far away. But, I mean, how, how do you have a backup? Oh, everyone who's in the stadium right now, let's just nip over it's to Marvel. Not, no, it's not that. You go, it's fucking raining in two days' time. We're moving it to Marvel. Yes, okay. 
you read the fucking forecast and mm. it was pouring. The forecast, I'd, I, would look, I was looking at the forecast all week because I knew we were doing the live stream and it was wet the whole time. They had so much rain, Finch... Aaron Finch reckons it was the wettest he's ever seen the outfield there ever in his life. Which I don't believe. But... I'm going to take his word. Yes, I'll take him at his word. I mean, the game before that was abandoned as well. So I think you just need to play a little bit more eyes up than that. Yep. If you give people time, you go, listen, we're moving it to a Marvel Stadium. It, wouldn't have been a, it wasn't a sellout anyway. So I, I feel like you could, have, you could have moved the tickets across. Listen... That's not for me to decide. No. But you're losing games of cricket here when you've and, got a stadium with a roof around But also, this was one of the biggest of the tournament. This is one of the biggest games of the tournament. Australia v England. Now it's a fucking draw um, where we get like a point each or whatever. It does put us in a better position because England still have to play New Zealand and we have to just play a couple of beaters. So whilst we are coming fourth, we play Ireland and Afghanistan here who we assume we'll beat the fuck out of. Um... It's basically, simply put, punters and dribblers. If New Zealand beats England, then we've just got to beat Ireland and Afghanistan because England lost to Ireland, as we all know, in that famous fucking meltdown, the, the Duckworth-Lewis siding with the punter and the dribbler, as it were. Um, so it's sort of... It's, it's made things easier for us, which is yes. why Finch was out there basically saying that this he, is the he feared thing for the seen. safety of his players, yeah. which I respected as a no. skipper. He goes, listen, you know, if my boys run on this, there's, a, there's a chance that they slip over and break their necks. Do an ACL. And he doesn't want breaking necks on his conscience, as it were. Conscience. Con- conscience, as it no, were. No, he doesn't want that. Now, South Africa. Dior Dave. Yes, African, that's why. Um, they knocked off India, I believe. Is that correct? That is correct. And it, Good old Ravi Ashwin trying to man cad cunts again, which is always nice to see. So, was it Gilly that said South Africa were a fucking dark Sniff, horse? Someone said that. Uh, or was to it us. Skull? Someone said that to us. Uh, it might have been Skull. Might I don't have been think skull. Gilly gave us any sort of tips in that sense. I think it was Skull saying keep an eye on South Africa. And I think even a dribbler. They were paying eight bucks, I think, tournaments or more than that. Mm. But. South Africa doing the damn thing against India. I like that. I like a bit of competition. How, who, uh, wow, India sucked. 15, 9, 12, 68 to Yadav. Yeah, they sucked. And South Africa had, this, had, had the Safas back. So they what? Did they chase it with two balls since to go? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Just a couple of good batsmen. That's all you need. It's hard with fucking T20, right? Like, it really... It's, it feels like just... It's really like how you just rock up on the day. Even though you... There might be a team you really should beat. Like, if you just... If you're just a little bit off. Oh, if you're a little bit off, you're going to get fucking exposed. 100%. Um, that's cool. I'm happy with that. So, who have we got next and when is that? We have got Island... Uh, is that 7 o'clock tonight? Yep. Ooh, okay. The Gabba. The Gabba. Good. I wouldn't mind a bit of cricket What's tonight. What's the weather doing in Brisbane? Let Come me, on, Brisbane. Let me consult. Come on, Brisbane. Stay dry for me, Brisbane. Stay dry for me. Okay, the internet really... The internet's f- fucked in here today, punters mm. and dribblers. It's fucked. You'll probably be getting this on a Wednesday. We are recording on a Monday. Shout out to Sebo. 
We got engaged. Shout out to Sebo. Well done, big fella. Pew, pew. And his lovely bride-to-be, Millie. Congratulations. He popped, oh. a, popped a quezzy with a fucking he did. ring in the oyster okay, box. Okay, we're going to be all right. Max 31, 10% chance of rain. Oyster box sounded like euphemism. It was literally a box of oysters. Um, 31, cloudy, 10% chance, chance of rain. rain. So Australia needs to go tonight and hunt the Irish. I think we do that. Yeah. They don't have Duckworth to hide behind an ice. No, so no, the we Irish should make, don't We have... should make light work. But we, then... wanna, we need to beat the fuck out of them just for our net Well, in case England beat New Zealand. Because if England beat New Zealand, then we need to have one. We need to improve our fucking run rate, which is not great. Can I ask this question? Because we lost by eighty nine runs to New Zealand. I don't With our run rate, that. right? If w- would that mean that it would be better for us to bat first and try and score as many runs as possible, then bowl out in Ireland? Whereas, if you let Ireland bat first, they get we all out for sixty nine, say. And then we just need to chase that. Our run rate's fucked. I I don't know specifically how it works, but I think that it would have more to do with it would be like pro rata in that case. If you hump someone, you bat second. It doesn't. That wasn't because in the way you're talking, it would imply that you want to bat first to get a good run rate. That's not how it would work. Yeah, yeah I don't if, know. We, if we get like the 69 runs in five overs with a run rate of like 12 or whatever, yeah, so then what's your it'll net still run rate? do well. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Good, sweet. Um, and then we've got Tuesday, Sri Lanka, Afghanistan, who cares? Tuesday, England, New Zealand. Big fucking game. Where's that at? The Gabba as well. What's the, fuck, let's hope the weather's good then. India, Bangladesh, that's fine. Yeah, okay. So Pakistan, South Africa on Thursday is a big one. Yeah, it because is. Well, South Africa's just beat India. That's right. It's all, it's all, it's getting interesting. It's, it's getting interesting. It's getting really interesting. Ravi Ashwin, though, dude, the, the king of the man cat. He loves a fucking cat. Bro, he loves a man cat. Now, I don't know what the context exactly of the game was when he, he didn't do it, he threatened it. At least that's what I saw on socials. As I said, my phone is fucked, so I'm a little bit out of the loop with everything. Mm. Like, I also wouldn't be surprised if I was watching a replay, but I'm pretty sure that he did go, he, did, he threatened. Oop. He threatened it but because he, he's got cat in him. Yeah, he's a cad. He's a cad, mate. We've talked about this at length. Ashwin a cad, Ashwin a dog. So I'm not surprised to see that sort of behaviour. I think New Zealand hump England on Wednesday and it becomes our C in the semi situation. I hope so, dude, because I hate the English. And that's with all the respect in the world. I hate the English in a sporting sense. I hate the English. I hate the English. I hate the English. We hate the English. So good luck to the boys tonight. Yep. Go Good hard, luck. go we true. Pump the Irish. Luck of the Irish, pump the Irish. Um, do, and we thank KO very much for bringing us the cricket. Um, can we go to some Rugby World Cup, Rugby League World Cup? There's been some humpings, dude. Yeah, dude, there has. Some humpings. There's been some humpings, mate. Um, New Zealand beat Ireland 40 this is I mean we'll get to this in about even this week but fuck me Rando gets me with these fucking lines 48-10 New Zealand beat Ireland uh, England 94-4 to you'd be devo you couldn't get that hundo dude I was watching that game late during kick-ons on Saturday night and they scored in about the 77th minute and had a try uh, disallowed oh so, it would have made it yeah it would have made it 100 if you got the kick devo now what did Rando have? 
for this game, he, I don't what, know. what stupid line did he take? No, I, I thought he no, I thought he took a stupid line with fucking New Zealand Island because it was like plus forty. That's what I me and him both had New Zealand plus forty and a half. Minus 40 and a half. Sorry, minus 40 and a half. Didn't get that either. No. I had three dommies, though. You did have three dommies. You got four. You did. So we like that. Fiji, Scotland. Yeah. Australia, we fucked up Italy 66 to six. I, we haven't spoken about this yet. And Dave, if you can find someone to explain it to me, the fucking numbers. Yeah, I know what they are. But why? But do you know what the, how they're doing them or not? They're doing them like by the order of like selection or some shit. No, it's how many tests you have. So if you've so fucking Teddy's one because he's got the most. Fucking DC is two because he's got the second most. And then all the debutants of which was half the squad, they went alphabetical order. So it's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. In my life. Is it just Australia doing it? Well, well, I don't know if anyone else is Australia. I can only speak to Australia. But yeah, it's but it's like. It's annoying. It's fucking annoying. It seems like... I think the reason why they did it, even though they didn't really have to, is because I think the Rugby League World Cup said that players need to be wearing the same numbers every match. So you can't just name your 1 to 17 and put them in those jerseys if it's going to be a different... Why? why? I think the the Super League, they do squad numbers, Mm. someone told me, as opposed to... Why? I don't know. Why? What a dumb fucking... What a stupid fucking rule. It's just made it so confusing. And they put out the Australian squad and it wasn't even... Even on the, the socials for Australia, it wasn't in positional. Mm. So I'm like, I don't know where anyone's fucking playing. Oh, yes, it was. Not nah, the one not I the read, bro. Recent one. The oh, one, really? The, no, dude, I shared it. It was like fucking... The one on Fox Sports was... No, 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 not Fox Sports. It was on the like ARL. I'm pretty sure it was the Kangaroos. Did Instagram. they put it in order? No, dude. It was just it was a it was a mishmash. Numbers everywhere. Like well, how did they? Well, how did but they it wasn't it, it wasn't intuitive. So it wasn't like oh well, Teddy's fullback. What are they? What sort of order? I they can't put? remember, dude. It was it was jumbled. It felt jumbled. Mm. Or whether it was in number order. Maybe it was meant in that you order. couldn't fucking. Maybe it was in number order. It just is stupid. I don't know what the fuck we're doing here. Like it makes it hard to engage in a certain way with what. But also, actually... who gives this shit? Do you know what I mean? Like I don't sit, I don't sit, look at it and go, oh, well, clear is wearing fourteen, therefore he's you know? had. No, I want to know what position they're playing, and the number is a great way to correspond with that. Yeah, it is. L- listen, it's a it's a bit of a reminder as to the humping nature of the World Cup, at least in the early going. Yeah, Lebanon dusting Jamaica seventy four twelve gives you an idea of just where Jamaica's at. Yeah, it does. Tonga beat Cook Islands 92 to 10. Similar. Samoa beat France 62 to 4. Like, yeah. It's like when, just, when those teams know when, clo- when was the last close game? I don't think we've seen Fiji 30 14. Yeah, that's close. not close. That's a humping in any fucking context, um, really. 32 um, 14. Nah. Yeah. 32 nah. 16. Nah. That's not close. Not yeah, one. it's we like haven't had one. 32, oh, 24, 18, 24 18 Tonga over New Guinea. Yeah, 18, that was a, like a, and 18 the, 12 Cook Islands. I think Wales. Tonga scored a try like in the last few minutes as well. Yeah, I think they were behind and then they came back in that. But one. I got to say as well, and it's no disrespect to Papua New Guinea, but like if Tonga's only just beaten Papua New Guinea, Tonga's the team that like we sort of been talking about becoming a tier one nation. They beat Australia relatively recent history. Like 
they clearly like you don't want to be almost losing to fucking Papua New Guinea. If you if you have designs on winning the thing, no, you don't. Where who we got next? Because we go to the quarters. Um, so Australia, Lebanon. Okay, yeah, there's well. still a couple games more to decide. I think. Oh, it's just the one, just Papua New Guinea and Wales, and then we're into the quarters. Yeah, facing Lebanon on Saturday, six thirty a.m., fifth of November. We'll be getting up nice and early. Oh, wedding day. Yeah, we'll be up early to watch the boys run around yep. for sure. Yep, hundred um, percent. Well, I dare say New we'll Zealand, make the Fiji, sandwich. England to be confirmed. Right. Okay. Yep. I dare say we'll be uh, getting through though. Um, you, you think you you think we'll beat Lebanon? I dare say at John Smith Stadium in Huddersfield. John Smith, shout out to John Smith. I think we're a sniff, Tom. Yep. Listen, Lebanon. Although they might be blessed with the services of Mitch Moses. And uh, Josh Mansour and Josh Mansour's lookalike. Josh Mansour's lookalike? Who's that? I can't remember his name, but he looks like Josh Mansour. Right. Anyway. We will um, we'll hold, our, hold our breath to see what the result is there, but I think Australia get the dub. Yeah, I think so. I think that's fair to say. What's his name? Abbas Miski. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. They're fucking identical. Dude, Abbas played on the a couple of games on the wing for the Mighty Manly Seagulls. Did he? Yep. Don't remember Abbas. And you could be forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> How about Michael Checker as well? It's something we haven't touched on. Just just coaching rugby league. Did we not touch on that? We've touched on it personally, mm. privately, but not publicly. I like it, but I'm just like, that's just fucking hilarious. It's like, I oh, yeah, fuck it. I'll coach Lebanon. It's crazy. Excuse me, I got a sneeze. <laughs> the guy loves a World Cup, mate. He does. He's, love a, World he's Cup. a cup specialist. He can't get enough of it. It fucking turns him on. And respect to him. But he's coaching Lebanon and Argentina in rugby union and rugby league, like at the same time. Argentina, obviously not on a spring tour. <laughs> <laughs> sneeze a thon here. Um, no, he's got time off. It's not time to do it. Because Australia's on the spring tour at the moment. Shout out to our one-point win over Scotland. Yeah, that's just just what a fucking brave win that was. Scotland going all right now. I think we've got France this week. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That went all over me. (laughs) I saw that. All over my arm. Right. Yeah. need a raincoat in here. The fuck's going on over there? I tried to put it down there. Get it together. (laughs) Get me sick on my fucking wedding week. It's not sickness, dude. It's hay fever. I don't know anymore, man. You're around those fucking snotty little kids of yours. You be very careful about the way you talk about Evie Rose and Zoe Estelle. You be very careful. (laughs) You don't want to see this mama bear get his fucking titties in a twist. (laughs) I'll sneeze all over you, bruh. You're not careful. I'll fucking get you. Might have to go home. Probably not a bad idea. Quarantine from you. Uh, that's rugby league. Now, um, fucking Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Got the job done. Got the dub. Over uh, Anderson Silva. The kid can box. Kid can box. Within reason, kid can box. Kid can box. Oh, he can definitely box. Kid can box. Kid can box. I like, don't... Like, Anderson, do you watch it? Yeah, I watched it, except... Fucking, you were on my KO account and it kept cutting it's out. It's our KO account. Well, you were meant to have your own that was meant to be sorted. It's ours. 
They didn't sort it. Are you sure? Yeah, I Tim checked. Tim Beam. I checked. Tim Beam, where you at, dog? They said, oh, yeah, we'll get you both pay-per-views and didn't get Well, don't attack them. Well, I'm just telling you what happened. Yeah, I'm attacking you. And I got on there first. Yeah, it annoyed me a lot. And it annoyed you. Did, I it, only did got, it cut you off at all? No, it only cuts you. Because I've had the same thing but with, before yeah. with you. So it's whoever's on there first is good. Is good. Yeah. And then whoever isn't has to keep... Constantly. Every, like, five in. minutes. Yeah. Pain is that what you just did? Yep. <laughs> For those of you that don't understand what we're talking about, it doesn't matter. But... I only got, I, I got on, like, five minutes before you messaged yeah, me as well. fuck. Yeah. It, um... It was a good fight. It was a good fight. It was a good fight. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Like, Anderson Silva at the start was was sort of, like, measured and reserved. But then in the second round, he just came at him. And I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. It was good, honest fun. And, like, when you think about Jake Paul for all the things that, you know, he's like a YouTuber and all that sort of shit, that was like a brawl. Like yeah, he was, was in no, there. that was a brawl. He was in there brawling. There was, like, some real, some real, like, dirty boxing going on. Like, he was getting fucking tagged. And he was hitting Anderson Silva, who was just 47. So it's not like, a, I'm not sitting here saying Jake Paul's going to win a world title, but like Anderson Silva is a fucking career martial artist. Yeah, who's also an incredible striker. Incredible Almost. striker, but and under was undefeated since having a crack of boxing. Like, And then to drop him in the fucking eighth round, like... He was he was looking for that overhand all night. Well, that was, it's all he got, yeah. right? Like, it's all he's within reason. That's all he has. So it's like, that's all you're going to try find, right? And Anderson knew that, and he just got caught. But like, fuck. He also got hit way harder. Anderson got hit with like bigger shots, but that one just was like timing really Just good. caught him. It was, it was, I thought to myself, I'm enjoying this. Same. I'm enjoying this fight. For the first time really with a Jake Paul event, I was like, okay. I, yeah. Like that, that was my, his most enjoyable fight, I thought. 100%. By a long way. A long, long way. Fucking big crowd, huge crowd, yeah. vocal as fuck. Yeah, and not the, really on his side either. Nah, he was getting booed when he walked out, mm. a heap. And then they just got into it. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Nate Diaz will be next. Nate Diaz apparently slapped one of his team backstage. I saw a video that said it sla- he slapped his d- Jake Paul's dad. It didn't look like his dad to me. Do you know what his dad looks like? Well, yeah, I do. Because oh, he okay. was, his dad was sitting next to, at, in the fucking... They kept cutting to Logan and oh, his yeah, bird yeah, and yeah, parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know what that means. Unless unless they didn't f- they unless Nate's out there slapping everyone and they only filmed that. Nate does slap everyone. Nate, well, the Stockton slap. He's a slapper. He's a slapper. They were talking about Nick Diaz. I think Ariel mentioned Nick on that the telecast. No, that wouldn't make sense. The whole thing was like Nate's the man. Like Nate's fucking bigger than Nick Diaz. I may have misheard. Yeah, I think you might have. Maybe you should try the Nick Diaz army, like all the fucking crew that are there, you know what I mean? Mm. But like, surely it's Nate. Who the fuck wants to see Nick Diaz fight? Like, as in, I don't, I don't, I'd watch Nick Diaz fight as well, but like. Dude, Nate. Nate's the man. Nate, Jake would be huge. Yeah, he'd be massive. He'd blockbuster. And again, like, I actually don't give a shit about Jake Paul wanting to fight like fucking boxer boxers. Him calling out Canelo is hilarious. Stupid. It'll probably happen one day. You know, like in terms of if Canelo like reti- not retires, but like stops sort of. Well, it's funny, right? Because then you know, 
your instinct is to think, well, he's only doing that to fucking promote himself, but he'd never actually fight him. But then when Eddie Hearn was like, nah, he believes it. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. How is that possible? But I think you kind of need to have that. But that's like delusion. Yeah, but there's like almost narcissistic levels of of self-belief you need to be great at, especially with like fighting and shit. Yeah. You know when you see him like training and stuff and they're like, I'm the best. No one's going to be like... Imagine talking to yourself like that generally. Like you you're kind of like you're kind of like hypnotizing yourself. Yeah, a little bit. That's true. He fucking works his ass off though. Like everyone was speaking that speaks about him, all the, you know, boxing aficionados and the analysts and stuff. They're all like he's he is doing the right things. Like he's having a crack, sparring some pretty legit cunts, like mm. working his ass off. Shows. Also, when you think about like um boxes of sick was he six fights undefeated or some shit? Six and oh, yeah. Boxers who are six in their first six fights are usually fighting complete fucking nobodies on regional circuits or something. You know, like yeah. not only he's he's made double RSL, double RSL under fucking bright neon Macca's lights. That's right. He's fighting. He's headlining fucking massive events against like former champions and shit. Again in MMA and whatever, but like, bruh. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy. Like, and that's why I just think it's one of those things where you like, just in, I just choose to like enjoy it. Mm. Bit of the curious vibe as well, where it's 100%. like, they sort of, I can see how they get like some of you a bit more, your conventional people offside, but you're like, bro, just enjoy it. Just be there for the ride when he loses. Enjoy you, that too. If you, if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. But like, if he gets knocked the fuck out by someone, then that's going to be, I'll be, I'll be pumped to watch that as well. I thought oh, there was moments in that fight where I'm like, oh, he's in big trouble here. Like, there was a couple of rounds at Silver, one that were, like, clear, clear wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he was fucking him up. I'm like, oh, I don't know. If, I think he's in trouble here, the big fella. And he'd come back, uh, wear him, get into it. Toby thinks Silver won. I know he did. I don't, I don't see how. I don't know. I just thought, like... Silver won rounds. He didn't win the fight. I don't think that's up for debate. But I think it was a lot closer than... Uh, everyone thought it was. Well, Jake in the post conference said it was. He thought he won six two. I just don't agree with that. Six two doesn't mean though necessarily that it was dominant. I don't know if he won six two either. But like you could have, they were all pretty fucking close rounds. I would probably have it five three. Jake with a ten eight in the eighth round. Mm. So it's pretty. It's a pretty solid win. I think until the knockdown, Anderson was looking pretty good. Yeah, he wasn't good. I think it was maybe his act, like he wasn't as active. Was what just from what I was try, what I'm trying to remember, like the commentators saying was like he was landing maybe a better percentage of his punches, but Jake was throwing. Was throw, yeah, Jake was throwing more. The first, like the first round, was 35 or 40 punches to seven mm. thrown, for example. Anyway, we're getting a bit X's and O's. Which here. we don't know what we're we talking don't about. And there'll be plenty of people in the comments being like, you're fucking, what about his fucking... Like, we don't know. So don't don't worry. We don't we don't know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and listen, we don't care. We don't care. We gonna, don't know and I'm we don't gonna, care. I'm not here to hang my hat on that. So no. leave us alone. Did Lomachenko win? He did win. Decision, I believe. Um, what I am horny about is the announcement of UFC Perth. UFC Perth. Just while we're talking Biffs. It's announced... It's like unofficially going to be Volk versus Islam. We're hearing some real strong Early whispers. Early Feb or late Feb? Can't recall. We're hearing some strong whispers that KO are sending us over there. We're hearing strong whispers. We're in whispers that Tom and I will be on the Grand Perth because we need the punter and the dribbler to be across What's all going the activity. On? And who better than us? 
Now no we haven't we haven't heard directly from them. No, but we've, we've heard, heard whispers on the wind. Whispers on the wind that KO's like, listen, if we're sending anyone, it's got to be Tom and Eddie. That's what we're hearing. That's what we're hearing. Um, obviously, Volk unofficially going to be given the chance to become the second champ champ in UFC history. Oh fuck no! There's been heaps now. Who? Cormier. Fuck oh, Cormier. That's right. Uh, chick, what's her name? Amanda Nunes. True. Uh, My apologies. Uh, Sunday, February 12th. Sunday, February, February 12th. 12th. So is that? I forgot about DC. Cormier, Nunes, Connor. That might be it. Oh, no. Um, Henry Cejudo. So you have both at the same he time? Yeah, bantamweight and flyweight. At the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, the flies are a bit. Champ, champ. I wonder if that was with Connor, like, just that they weren't giving many people the opportunity to do it, as opposed to Connor. I don't. Well, that's the. Well, that's They'd had a couple. Like, I think BJ Penn maybe had a crack, mm, and maybe. I think the else. narrative was at the time, if memory serves me, that no one asked. No one was asking as much. And it was whereas Connor was like, "I'll oh, fucking fight any cunt." Where at his zenith, he was going, "Mate." Yeah, doesn't matter who it is. He fought Nate. Don't forget, he fought Nate Diaz at welterweight. Well, I was watching. I watched the notorious and then doco and then demanded the rematch at welterweight. at welterweight. He was. I was watching the notorious doco again the other day. It just fl- it was on TV, and I was like, "Fuck, dude!" It just really reminds you of how good that era was, the Conor era, and how much he's changed. Yeah, he's a fucking weirdo now. You see him just the way he was speaking, and he was young, and it was like, dude, this guy's. You could just see why we were all so wrapped up. Now you're like. You don't behave like that anymore. Whereas Volk, I heard Volk interviewed on Submission Radio, which is these Aussie guys, um, and they're fucking killing it if you don't already know. Um, but he was basically just talking, like, yeah, we hear the way he's talking. He's like, I'm in my prime right now. This is my time to be fucking doing it. It's like, no champion is acting as a backup for a fight. Like, so he's the featherweight champion, and he's gone and cut weight and got himself ready, like, a couple of months, like maybe like four or five weeks after breaking his hand and having surgery, got himself down to the weight to go to Abu Dhabi to be a last-minute fucking call-up if one of the fighters can't. So he's preparing for both of them. Yeah. And then you're like, that's the energy you need to be a a weapon. Well, to be an ongoing weapon. Yes. A weapon into... To be the top. Yeah. He's fucking pound for pound in the world, and it's like, oh, you can just see the mentality of someone who's like a motherfucker. Well, he's humble. Stayed grounded. Very much so. Very much so. We went down and we saw the gym. When you see where he, like, trains and lives and shit, you're like, okay. Yeah. You're a humble guy. Humble man. Love that. Love Volk, pound for pound. I think he gets the dub. I think he does too, dude. I know just actually, not just as a pro-Australian dick sucker. Which like, helps. Well, it does. It helps. It doesn't it helps. hurt. It helps. But he's, he's a little, I just... Islam didn't hold down fucking Oliveira as dominantly as I would have expected. And Volk's a little nuggety fuck who can wrestle. Oh, fuck yeah. And he's got hands. Oh, he's got hands, bro. Ask Holloway after that third fight. Like, if you're fucking up Max Holloway, dude. Dude, his face was fucking butchered. Mm-hmm. Max knows. Get Max on the blood of Max. Ask Max. Max will tell you. Max will fucking tell you. Oh, he'll tell you. Let's yeah. dribble. Tom... Eddie, D or Dave, Toey, Tommy, fucking Tobler. 
It's Australia's most ordinary rig, Klutz is. <laughs> Fellas, ripper of a fucking weekend. As it always is with you, fellas. But I've had something on my mind, all right? There was a little bit of a uh, thing about the Superior podcast and what podcast will come out on top as Australia's most ordinary rig. And obviously, you guys put up uh, a baggy green as a, a winning prize for the dribble community if, if someone from the dribble community came first. Now, look. I consider myself a part of the dribble community. I haven't really had any communication since you weak dogs went home early <laughs> on the night of the competition. So what I'm putting out there is, has my fat rig, the most ordinary rig in Australia, earned the right to a baggy green to be a part of possibly the best club in this country? <laughs> It is hotly debated. There's a lot of uh, chat already going around about it. So I just came to hear your thoughts and see what you boys think and see if you will step up to the plate. Anyway, I'm pretty fucked right now and uh, preparing myself for a little bit of national television live tomorrow. So there's a good chance the podcast of ours gets cancelled tomorrow. And if it does, it's been a good ride. So thank you very much. And give them heaps with a little bit of jeeps in your cheeks, baby. Bye for now. There you go. A word from our from our our, our king. Yeah, he he did he did walk away with the gong. We talked about that at the top. Um, listen, it is an interesting situation we find ourselves in, Thomas, because we did say mm. that if a dribbler was to win, that they'd get a baggy green. Now My, he he wasn't an official Hello Sport entry, but he, he is a dribbler. He is a dri- was he representing Hello Sport? Is he is he klutzy of Hello Sport fame on the day, or is he klutzy of bloody brilliant beers fame on the day? It's a very contentious issue, and I mean, look, he he is a dribbler. He definitely is a dribbler. I. I would have to go back and listen to the tapes to see what we said specifically. Like if you. He's trying to get us on a technicality here. He is trying to get us on a technicality. And listen, we're not... We, one thing we're not... We don't do is, is deprive someone of a baggy green earned. But we are going to need to... You know, there's going to need to be some, some checks and balances, some consultation with our lawyers and the selection committee generally as to whether this claim stands. <laughs> Because, again, it's... It's not that I don't want him in the side. I want him in the side, Tom. It's it, it's more about who would I be, right, as a, as a, as a human, but as a dribbler, mm. if I wasn't to do the checks and balances just to see if this thing passes the fucking pub test, yeah. as it were. The sniff test. Yeah. We've got to sniff this thing. Yeah, got to sniff it. And sniff it we will. Mm. Because you want to make the right decision ultimately, don't you? You, you want do. to make the right in the in the interest of the of the baggy green and what it means and what it signifies. It, it signifies a great deal. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's tough. What I will say is this: hadn't thought about it yet, Klutzy. So now that you have raised it, it's something we're going to need to sniff. But yeah. I don't think it'd be right for me to announce, uh, you know, a result either way pre-sniff. That's right. 
Tom and I will have to sniff it. And we can maybe, I mean, do we... Not that the not that what the P's and D's say goes, but it could be a poll in the fucking it may, in the punters and dribblers. It may well be a poll. I'm not ruling a poll out because this is essentially as it lays, punters and dribblers. We said that if an entry who was representing Hello Sport was to win it, they would get a baggy green. It's not our fault that fucking almost all of them were representing Hello they Sport. They were now. Klutz is a dribbler. He is in a pure sense. In the purest sense, but was he representing? Now, I think you could probably say he wasn't. However, we may have said if a dribbler wins it, they get one. In which case, he would qualify. We may need to put a poll up. Um, He may have. He may have found a a, you know a loophole. I'm happy. I'm happy for. I'm happy for the people to vote. Put it to the people. Sometimes you got to put it to the people. And listen. But I still say this, what the people say doesn't necessarily mean that's what it'll be, but I think that you need to sniff and also consult with your constituents. Yeah, I think we've got to consult with our constituents and that doesn't mean that we'll go with what they say. No, often politicians, uh, leaders go against their constituents. Well, much like those with electoral electoral college votes, voting power, they can sometimes go, nah, brah, we don't don't want to go with the people. Mm. That's unlikely. But it's also likely, so who yeah, knows? We, uh, it's as likely as it is unlikely. The poll will be put up, I've now decided. Yeah. Oh, have you decided that now? Yep. Okay, good. Let's move on. Congratulate. Hey, watch this space. Watch this space. It's watch pending. Space. It's, hey. it's pending. Yeah, it's loading. It's response lo- yeah, loading. Yeah, it's loading. It's yeah, response loading for sure. Uh, hey, boys. Um just got a question, Unicorn Dreams dribble from a few weeks ago here, uh, or whatever gets this played. I uh, just want to pick your brain as to who would win in a fight between uh, Captain Jack Sparrow and Captain Feather Sword. Um, now, obviously, Jack Sparrow was, you know, probably better on his feet, but Captain Feather Sword seemed to have a bit more between the ears, and obviously, you know, the Wiggles were a big part of every childhood, but. Feel like if it came down to a whip or a bender, Sparrow would have him, but maybe Feather Sword comes through. But I honestly reckon Jack Sparrow is a bit of a dirty operator, like eye gouging and stuff. Yeah, maybe give dirty. it mm. give it like a hopper or something, you know. Anyway, just picking your brains. See you soon. It's a, it's, a, it's a very good question. Was the question who'd win in a punch on? Yeah, in a punch on between Captain Jack and Captain Feather Sword. Now, what I'll say about this question here is Captain Jack Sparrow seems like the real pig of the two of them but I have it on good authority and just also run in my eye that Captain Feathersword might be one of the sickest puppies out there is he a sick puppy he'd have to be a little bit obviously removing it from the fucking children's entertainer sphere dude's getting around with a feather sword and he's a pirate like, I mean, are you saying this guy isn't into some kinky shit? What's he do with that feather? Is he tickling? Oh, he's tickling, bro. He'll tickle the fuck out of you with that sword. Hangs out with a do it, do dinosaur it. that eats roses. Do it? Is he tickling do Well, it? I think if it came down to a biff with him and Jack Sparrow, I, a, a, a doot tickle wouldn't be out of the question for Captain Jack. Uh, sorry, for Captain Feathersword. Um, Jack Sparrow, also an alcoholic. So potentially, you know, he's going to be stumbling. Sparrow's a dirty prick. He's a dirty, dirty prick. There's, there's no doubt about that. I would come to this conclusion. 
It's the same Captain Feathersword as always, or has they changed? No, you and Pride tried to say that it, like that it was the same blue no, it was I, Captain Feathersword. I didn't try to say that. Pride did. Yeah. Well, he's been the Captain Feathersword has been the Captain Feathersword since like ninety eight, ninety seven. It's yeah. the same guy. Yeah. You've got to be a sick fucking puppy to get into the the robes, as it were, and go out and. Be a pirate and for go be a pirate years. for twenty five years. Mm. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sure he gets paid well, but you've got to, you've got to have a bit of a screw loose to do that day in day out. I think he's also been a pirate longer than Jack Sparrow. Way longer. Runs on the board. Seen yeah. way more winners. Yeah. Seen the highs, the lows, the trials, the, the tribulations. Seen the high seas, the low seas, the soft seas. And he's also well, he wears an eye patch, so he's been in a few biffs before. And he's clearly missing an eye from a, a an a ancient biff. A scrap of sorts. Well, a scrap pre-show, really. Yeah. And so he came in a hungry. He came in a hungry, hungry pirate. I'm going with feather sword. I'm dude. going with feather sword as well. I think feather sword fucks. Yeah. Um, and I think feather sword's got skeletons in the closet. Feather sword definitely has a closet full of skeletons, and and they would be just people he's killed. Well, people that have wronged him. Yeah. Or pissed him off. Yeah. Cut him off in the tramic. Bang. On the seas. Yeah. On the seas. Tickled to death. Yeah. He's tickled some people to death. Know that. Imagine getting tickled to death. That'd be fucked. It'd be a tough way to go. You die laughing, but you die in pain. You, you know did, like, I mean? like when you get, when, like you laugh when you get tickled. But there's you a point you where don't it's, like it. no. There's a point where it's it's so, awful. It's too much. It's awful. Like please. Stop. What a weird. It's such a weird response. Tickle torture. But I mean, like to laugh. It's not funny. It still is funny though. No, it's not. It's awful. <laughs> there's a point where it sort of stops, but it's still funny because you're laughing. But yeah, but you're not enjoying it. No, you're not. But you are a bit because you're laughing. <laughs> but you're not though, really. It's shocking. You're like you're like you're shocked at first. No, then- but because the the point where you stop enjoying it is where I don't think you're really laughing. You're almost crying. Like get the fuck off me. Yeah. Stop tickling me. So to get tickled to death, you would stop. I mean, it would cease to tickle, right? By with a by a pirate with a fucking feather sword. feather sword. A nightmare. That's fuel. a tough way to that's, go. That's tough. Feather sword for the dub. Yep. Great question. Yeah, it was. Got me thinking. Tom, Eddie, the your toddler, hunters, <laughs> Good to hear. Just had a sneezing attack where I pumped out a good 10 in under a minute. Jesus. And it got me thinking what's the best natural release of the body? Well, so that's second. You've obviously got obviously. your sneeze, which is shit on the intake, but it feels pretty good when you let it fly. You've got the burp, maybe a bloated burp after a few beers that comes off feeling pretty nice. And then you've got your fart, which is pretty hard to beat. And there's a comedy element there that just can't be matched. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Mainly 13 plus forever. That's the most obvious one I would have thought. Well, I think that's implied. He's like after that. Okay, so after loads. After a nut. After firing off a round. What's next best? I look. I reckon getting a good shit out's fucking probably dude, second. A good shit. I swear we might have talked about this the hierarchy of fucking evac. Wait, what would you have? It's tough though. Like. If you really need to a do sneeze, any one of those. Sneeze is right up there. Piss is right up there. Piss when you really need to go. A fart when you really need to go. A shit's. A shit's I think a good shit's better than a good piss because there's more on the line. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
there's way more. On there's the line. way more on the line. But then even like a good burp, if you're feeling uncomfortable, and then you let out a fucking burp, and it's just like, whew. yeah. A sneeze is like, like put it this way. You know that moment before you sneeze. Imagine if you just had that all the time. That would be fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. That. Yeah, with your face. Imagine goes. if you were constantly yeah, like no, that. That's awful. So, like, for that reason and that reason alone, does the sneeze come in second? Well, no, because the thing is, like, a sneeze is good, but I also don't like how much it completely overwhelms you. Like, it's a relief, but it's a it's a lot. When you just take a dump, for example, it's happening. I could be pulling right now, but it feels phenomenal. Because sometimes... There's nothing, I, there's nothing like walking around after a good dump going, yeah. okay... We're back to square one. Well, I'm back to neutral. Yeah. And I'm comfortable at neutral. I feel good at neutral. But from where where can you go from neutral? You go up in gears. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're not fucking stuck in the mud as well. I don't need to down gear anymore. No. I don't have to put this in like full wheel drive. Yeah. As it were. I think low range. I think a poo poo comes second. Do you reckon? Yeah. And then what? I mean, the problem is... It piss or a sneeze. Yeah, it's a piss or a sneeze. A sneeze feels really good, but if I a don't... A good piss feels fucking elite. It does, and that's what... But, like, a good sneeze feels good, but if you lose a sneeze, you know, when you feel one coming and you lose it, I can get back to my life pretty quickly, but yeah. if I need to piss, I have to piss, No, right? that's right. So piss would be second, sneeze third, burp fourth, cough fifth. Fart, fart. I think a fart, fart uh, comes in maybe before a burp. It does. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. Fart, burp, cough. Yep. Cough's last, obviously. Yep. Cough's a fucking whatever. Cough's yawn? Be- oh, good yawn. Before a cough. Yawn's before a cough, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it'd be after a fart. Or do you have it above a fart, a yawn, good yawn? No, 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 no. You don't fucking trump a fart, dude. Tell you what's last. Fucking annoying. Hiccup. Yeah, hiccups can get fucked. Hiccups, no one, can, hiccups can fuck off. I don't even know if anyone knows why we hiccup yet. You stop breathing, I think. No, I'm pretty sure it's your diaphragm in spasm. Yeah, but isn't it because it's, I think it's breath-related? That's what uh, I heard. Dude, I can eat. I tell you what gives me hiccups. There's, the reason I don't think that's true is because let's say I just eat some bread. Dave's deorient. If I just eat some bread, mm. I get the hiccups. Like just if I just eat like a slice of bread or if I have like a sandwich. If you eat a slice of bread, you'll hiccup. Not every time, but it's certainly something that gives it to but me. But you're like, making out like it's every time. Is that, is it's that ha- It happens enough for me to know that bread in like, if I, let's say I would have a Vegemite fucking sandwich, right? A lot of bread in that. It's bread dense. Yes. I may as well be eating a slice bareback. There's a high chance I get hiccups for a period of time after that. Mm. Mm. So hiccups is uh, It's caused by an involuntary contractions Of your diaphragm The muscle that separates your chest from your abdomen And plays an important role in breathing um, uh, It's basically caused by your vocal cords Contracting very briefly and letting air up And it's thought to be caused by Like too much air in your stomach So like not in your lungs But like in your stomach And the air needs to kind of be Essentially like burped out But interestingly it's says here that it's believed hiccuping is a relic of the transition from gill to lung breathing as fish species moved onto the land. So because we used to have gills and we used to breathe like that, 
No, we have hiccups. Because hiccups are fucking annoying. They are. Dogs get hiccups. Sure. Yeah. Everyone does. Just saying. It's interesting. I wonder if giraffes and shit do. It's a fucking good question. <laughs> do you know, giraffes get hiccups, Dave? Because uh, uh, they got long necks. I don't yeah, think so. Point. That'd be tough. Uh, it does say hiccups occur in most mammals. They've been studied in cats, rats, and rabbits, horses, dogs. It says giraffes can very occasionally make a short snort or grunt, which sounds like a hiccup, but yeah. We no, don't know. Sure. Yeah, jury's no out. No, yeah, jury's out on that one. Elephants, bears can get hiccups. Lions, Huge. tigers. We love that. Yeah. Next. Do yeah. we get hiccups more than, than everyone else? How often do you reckon you get the hiccups? I reckon I get the hiccups once every six weeks. I'd probably maybe, I might say twice in six weeks I might get the hiccups. Just because. How do you get rid of them? Uh, I can't, usually I just ride it out. You ride it out? Or I'll hold my breath. Ride it out's for sickos. Well, no, because I don't, it doesn't really last that long. I breathe, hold, I, I breathe yeah. over them. He's breathe over. Mm. Well, there's things apparently to stop your diaphragm from being in spasm. If you take like lots of tiny sips of a drink because you're just forcing it to be like swallow, swallow, swallow and forcing it back into normal work. And there's do stuff I, like holding your tongue out as well. Do a handstand and fucking drink water upside down, all that dumb shit. What was the fucking bag over your head one? Was that one? No. Okay. <laughs> Drinking water backwards was a weird one. Yeah, upside down. Yeah, it just fucking goes all over you. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Apparently, breathing into a bag can help. Breathing with into a bag. Not putting a bag over your head, <laughs> which might kill you. No, don't, don't put a bag on your head. No, don't do that. Unless you're ugly. Jokes. Let's go. Fish bowls. Yeah. Softly cool. Yeah. Tom, Eddie, see you Dave, Tommy Topper. Last night, me and the missus, we were getting into our spooky work at a Halloween party. And. Well, obviously, we were pounding blokes all night. So, as any normal person, we'll be went to Macca's this morning for uh, ice and long black. But one thing I realised was my missus got a sausage McMuffin. That's right. A sausage McMuffin with no egg. So, boys, I just wanted to know, have you ever stooped so low in your life that you have resorted to a sausage McMuffin? Cheers, boys. Look... I think that a sausage, like the, whatever that sausage patty is from Macca's in a sausage and McMuffin, is that stands on its own two feet in terms of taste. It's elite. It's fucking good, but I don't know why you would forego the egg as well, and in for and the egg, but also a hash brown on top of that. Like, I don't know what what your missus is thinking. I certainly think that if you were looking for a red flag, you've found one. And I think if you're looking for an exit strategy, you've also got a good excuse to start backpedaling out the door. But surely you mustn't have been with her for very long if this is the first time you've realised she's a sick fuck, right? Like, mm. is this the first time you've ever been to Macca's with her? Because Macca's is something you get you get out of the way pretty early in the going. I'd Usually, probably like one of the first or second times you spend, you know. We can ask Dave, over. have you ever been to Macca's? Not with the missus, I don't think. But I feel like we have definitely discussed our Macca's orders. You I had, do. I had Maccas on Saturday night and we were having a long conversation about it. Yeah, so, so like it's already out there in it's the a, open. It's yeah. the equivalent, it's almost like the uh, culinary equivalent to talking about what you'll spend lotto winnings on. 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've had that conversation a million times with Steph. I think I I think it's I think it's pre that even. If it is pre that, you know? but it's a similar sort of a thing, right? I know what Steph would get from Macca's. So I know what Ella gets. Exactly. I know like, what she doesn't get. I know what she won't touch. Ella gets the chicken stuff. She doesn't like the meat stuff. Correct. Steph's a chicken nugs operator. You know, maybe a cheeseburger. I still remember Elise Coulter's order, a friend of ours. Shout out to you Elise. I mean? Hope you're doing well. Yeah. So, you know, a Macca's order will stick with you. It'll stay with you. Yeah, it'll stay with you. And it's important. Large quarter pounder, 10 nugs, sweet mustard. Mm. You know the drill. Mighty McMuffin meal. If I'm, feel, if, I'm feeling, if I'm feeling really slutty, I'll get a vanilla Coke. Two hash browns, 10 chicken nuggets, sweet mustard sauce. If you don't, if if you're soda water water operator, listen here. If you're sitting in your car listening to this podcast, and you're thinking to yourself, "What the fuck? Why do you get sweet mustard over sweet and sour?" Listen here, cunt. You've been getting sweet and sour your whole life, and you've never thought to get sweet mustard. That's your problem. Yeah, that's your problem. I tell you what it is. It's like you're a two dimensional operator living in a. 4D world. Yeah. See, I'm living 4D, dude. That's why I get sweet mustard because I'm a 4D guy. Yeah. I'm 4D. I'm not yeah. I'm not a square, bro. Nah, dude. Sorry. I'm a cube that knows time. Cut, we're a couple of cubes <laughs> with a perception of time, dog. <laughs> you, just, you just stick on that page, yeah, bro. Then a boring you, old square. You sit there as a square on that reflex paper, mate. No concept. No concept. Shut the fuck up. No up, no down, mate. Just side to side for yeah, you, bro. that's all you got. That's all you got. That's I'm up here fucking drowning sweet mustard, mate. Yeah. Cubed it within an yeah, inch of my life. Yeah, exactly. Just thinking about fucking... Fucking looking at my clock. Thinking about the past, the present, and the future. And the future. Okay. Let's move on. Last one. Tommy, Eddie, your Right. You fucking dog cunt. Put me hand, Dribbler. Gold Coast here. Yeah, how are we, boys? Dribble, dribble, dribble. G'day, gents. We're back. We're back, boys. We've had a really what, rough night, boys. What we've done tonight is some of the best. But more importantly, what what is the biggest one you've ever done? Tonight, boys. I've lost my phone in the nightclub. Asked every motherfucker that walked out of that nightclub if they have taken my phone, only to find it on the floor. Turned every light on in the nightclub. Shut that fucker down. Find my iPhone. Have you ever done it? Ned, Tommy, love you boys. Love you. Love the boys. Have I ever found my iPhone? Is that the question? Well, I think it's along the lines of like losing shit on a night out and making everyone look for it. I can't recall the last thing I lost. I made. I lose Sunnies all the time. That's fucking. I actually found mine the other day. So that well, Casey didn't have Richard them? Richard had them. Yeah, he did have them. Yeah, Richard had them. So he didn't find them. Someone else did. Um, Good point. They were returned to me. So in some way, I found them. Yeah, I guess. I lost a phone. I've lost a phone before. I lose shit around the house all the time, but that is mainly, and she won't like me saying this, but Steph like putting it somewhere. They like to put things away. Yeah. And I go, we have, we have a system. We had a system. Or like, like for example, 
I had some fines to pay. And so I've got them front and centre as a reminder to myself that those fines need a good paying mm. before they go, they start to jack. Mm. What's Ella do with them? Hides them away where I can't find them. Yeah, but not just like hide. It's like they'll be in like a packet of rice under the sink or something. Mm. And you're like, well, how, what the fuck are they doing here? Like they're, they're out for a reason. Yeah. She's like, well, they look ugly. I go, that's not a, I go, it's not the point. That's not the point. That's not, that's the point. not functional. No, that's not the point. That's not the point. You can't just fucking hide things away because you don't like the look of them. No, because that's like, I'll need to pay that. You know what's uglier than the look of them? Fucking paying twice as much. Yeah, literally. Maybe three times as much yeah. because you fucking hid them away because you didn't think that they were, you know. And maybe there's maybe there's rego papers there that I've got to tend to. Like, you don't tend to those things. That's my domain. And I can't tend if they're not there to remind me that tender needs to be tended to. Whereas I'm like, where are my shoes? I don't have a big shoe problem. I've got, I've often got a wallet problem. Where's my belt? I've often got a wallet problem, and um, not gonna, we've got a good system with keys at the moment. Keys go on one keys, spot. We've we've got a key system. That's which is good. A key system that you just you need a key system. But like my belt was in like a fucking nook in the cupboards where all the coat hangers were. Yeah, that's stuff. Now, thank Christ, she remembered. So I go, where the fuck's my belt? She's like, oh, it's there. And I'm like, okay, like, thank you for knowing where it was. But also, like, what the fuck's it doing in there? Yeah, it's annoying. That being said, she does, like, the thing that, no, the thing, I'm not going to say that being said, she'll fucking hide my shit, but then her shit's everywhere. Yeah, it's annoying. You know what I mean? My shoes are like, again, back of a cupboard, her, the place, I'm tripping over her shoes. But she does also organise my life, and I'd be fucked without her, so I love her. But I don't take anything back that I said. Okay, bye-bye. Ciao. Could you two just not talk anymore? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.